Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Philip Morris International, the CEO, has called on the UK government to ban cigarettes within a decade in a move that would outlaw its own Marlborough brand. Uh, he has said the company uh, uh, would see the world without cigarettes and actually, uh, the sooner it happens, the better it is for everyone. Cigarettes should be treated like petrol cars and the, the sale of which is due to be banned for 2030. Philip Morris International recently said it wanted to uh, wanted half its turnover to come from non-smoking products as it morphs into the healthcare and wellness company. That's very interesting, isn't it? They've been selling cigarettes all their lives and making a fortune. All of a sudden, no, no, cigarettes are bad. We want to make money other ways. With executive pay tied to its new mission to unsmoke the world by phasing out cigarettes. And campaigners argue tobacco companies are positioning themselves as part of the solution to the smoke-free world while continuing to aggressively sell and promote lethal cigarettes. Smoking, including second-hand, kills roughly 8 million people a year, according to the World Health Organization. 8 million people die from smoking every year. That's a serious problem, isn't it? You would imagine so. And we choose to do it, by the way. I'm not having a go at everybody, all right? This comes only two months, of course, after the more than 140 top public health organisations released a letter on May the 24th calling on international governments to begin plans to phase out the sale of cigarettes over time. There have been numerous calls in the UK to begin the ban of the sale of tobacco products and one suggestion has to, uh, on how to approach this. Instead of endlessly trying to warn people off the tobacco products with public health campaigns, we would ban the sale of tobacco to anyone born after 2005. In other words, you would slowly phase it out. In other words, if you're a smoker now, we're not going to stop you from smoking, but nobody's going to start smoking anymore. So if the police see somebody who's under the age of 18 or 20, 25, if they're going to do it in 10 years' time, it'll be 25, under the age of 25, smoking, well, then they get a fine because you're not allowed to smoke at that age. So slowly over time, that gets older, that generation gets older and older and older, and people eventually stop smoking, and smoking just disappears. And as Tara rightly said, we would look back at it and go, why did people do that? Why did people stick leaves and paper in their mouth, set fire to it and inhale the, the fumes? It doesn't even sound right. If I asked you to go up to the exhaust pipe of a car and put your mouth around it, and when I start the car to have a good suck in there, would you do it? Of course you wouldn't do it. Most modern cars don't have a lot of smoke, by the way. It's just fumes. But would you do it? Of course you wouldn't do it. You'd say, are you mad, Niall? But over a period of time, smoking cigarettes, and I'm saying this as a smoker, that's exactly what you're doing. That's exactly what you're doing. You're taking all those chemicals into your lungs without a care in the world because you believe it makes you feel good. So, should we ban cigarettes? I want to know, would you be in favour of phasing out the sale of tobacco products with a goal of eventually having a smoke-free world or a cigarette and tobacco-free world? Let me know what you think. The number is 087-188-0008. Should we ban the sale of cigarettes? Not tomorrow or the next day. You would have to do it over a course of time. So, over the next 10 years... Do you believe we should ban the sale altogether? Pat, you're on Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, Pat? Hello, now. How are you doing? Good, Pat. Is it a good idea to... I mean, I, I, I know we talked about prohibition a second ago when I was talking to Tara, but is it a good idea to ban the sale of cigarettes eventually? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. They're a disgusting habit, really. I, I don't, I'm sorry if some of my best friends smoke, but it's a disgusting habit. and it's, I've been at too many funerals and uh, seen too many friends of mine in the grave now because of cigarettes. Mm-hmm. I've seen big, strong men. I mean, big, strong men. They couldn't lift a pillow over cigarettes. Yeah. John I... Wayne now, for instance, Steve McQueen, those are celebrities. 
Yeah. They were cut down way before their time because of cigarettes. Yeah, and of course, they, they were in the glamorous Hollywood era where it was quite glamorous to smoke at the time and everybody did. And that's why everybody probably started smoking because, as Tara rightly said, we watched the TV stars and the movie stars do it and we thought it was attractive. Well, to be fair, in, in their time, the, the, the dangers of smoking weren't probably... As, no. Uh, but the young people today have no excuse. They got all the warnings. They got the evidence is, is stacked up there. Well, mind you, that has helped when you look at how many people smoke now compared to how many people smoked then. You know, the percentage of people smoking back in when my mom and dad were smoking 30 a day at the time each, probably 80 to 90 percent of the population smoked. Now we've only got a, probably about 30 to 40 percent of the population smoke. And still, there's still quite a few people, young people smoking for whatever reason. I can't understand it, but there's still quite a few out there, Nyla. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're right. There's an excuse for me. I'm 57. And I grew up with it to some degree, even though I know it's bad and I should be a lot more educated about it. But there's no excuse for an 18-year-old, really, is there? No, no excuse. And I worked in a bar, too, for a while when I was younger. And the smell off my clothes, I'm sure you were the same yeah, way. Yeah, working the nightclubs, yeah, I remember it. it. It didn't matter how much aftershave they ordered to <laughs> put on. It was disgusting. And you, I, I, I know you disagree, but how I'm still alive, I don't ever know. But that, that, that had to go into your lungs. Oh, it did. Yeah, and of course it did. Even though I don't smoke. And yeah, no, it wasn't good for you. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, certainly exactly. wasn't good for you. But I mean, I mean, the nightclub industry itself were delighted, actually, with the smoking ban in the end because I remember we had so many moving parts on the ceiling with all the lights that used to move in around. They had to be serviced on a regular basis. But once the smoking ban came in, we didn't have to service them anymore. I know. I, I worked in a place called Digital and after the smoking ban, it, the ceiling was yellow. Yeah. Actually yellow. It was, oh, just... And we, when we used to clink it up on the, the scaffolding to clean the lights, there was like this goo was on all the lights. It was like a thick goo from yeah. people smoking constantly in the nightclub. When you'd have 1,500 people in a night and half of them smoking, the smoke was constantly... You didn't need a smoke machine. That's <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Imagine that stuff was going into your lungs and into your body. And, mm. and as, for, as for the cigarette companies, well, they don't give. They're as ruthless as the mob. Well you, well, you can see that now when you've got the CEO of Philip Morris International, who are responsible for Marlboro, kind of one of the biggest brands in the world, now saying he would like to see uh, cigarettes being outlawed him himself, but they want to be part of a new healthcare and wellness company. So they're now saying to themselves, okay, the juries are, you know, we're finished on the smoking now. We're not going to make money out of that for much longer. We need to get into something else. Let's, let's pretend we're turning on ourselves. Yeah, well, they're, you know, they're not dummies, you know. No, they certainly are not. Stay there for a second. Let me go to Jane. Jane, you're in Ireland's Classic Kids. How you doing, Jane? Hi, how are you? Good. How long are you off the cigarettes? I'm not off them. I was off them for 25 years. Okay. And um, I had the odd one, we say, summer 2019. Okay. And then last year when lockdown came, I was having the odd one with a more odd glass of wine. And, <laughs> and now I'm completely hooked again. <laughs> oh, no, Jane. Yeah. See, I did the same. I was off them for three years. Um, yeah, up to 2017 and then unfortunately my marriage broke down I got a bit stressed out and thought ah, I'll have a cigarette and off I went again yeah similar with me actually I, yeah. I was having the odd one since the marriage broke down yeah. four years ago yeah. but I didn't properly start smoking again until last it was around Mar- last March why, why are we convinced that it makes us feel better I don't know I don't know what that's well, about see, here's the thing it does <laughs> it, it's psychologically, it yeah. Okay, it makes yeah, you feel better. No, no, okay. I mean, I don't feel better that I'm a smoker. I'm ashamed, actually. And my kids never even saw me smoke until then. They were disgusted. 
Yeah. Um, so, and they're grown up, they're adults. But I, I, I mean, it does make you feel better. I, See, I remember, I remember talking to a guy who was an expert on smoking years ago and he was telling me about this idea that, you know, when you're stressed, you have your cigarette and you believe it de-stresses you. But, but according to him, it was actually the nicotine addiction that was causing the stress in the first place. So all you're doing was feeding the addiction to relieve the stress that it was creating in the first place. Oh, I'm totally addicted. I, I, I agree with that. Yeah, mm. I mean, look. I can't wait to get out of the car now to have a cigarette. <laughs> How would you feel if the government turned around tomorrow and said, okay, from next January, we're banning cigarettes? Well, I wouldn't agree with that because I don't agree with them banning anything and I'm sick of them banning things. Mm-hmm. But I wish somebody would come and control me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, Pat, I mean, there you go, Pat. Jane, although she's ashamed of herself by her own words, she enjoys her smoking. I don't know. I don't know. What can you say? You know? <laughs> yeah. What can you say? Niall, there's a lot of people on their deathbed, you know, they were tough and oh, no one's going to tell me to stop smoking. But when they're on their deathbed, they wish this, oh, God, wish to God I never touched them. You know? And yeah. A terrible day when I went near them. So. I know. I What I did mention earlier on there, I, I saw and I watched my own mother die of emphysema. And don't get me wrong, there was other reasons why she had emphysema, but the cigarette smoking certainly didn't help. Uh, but she died and I watched her for two days gasp for breath while she died. And I actually brought her out in her wheelchair in Tala Hospital to give her a cigarette while she was gasping for breath and dying. Because that's what she wanted. But don't, yeah. don't forget cigarettes. There's five, what is it, 500 different ingredients. In a cigarette. That's right. Including there's arsenic. Honey, including every, arsenic, by the way. Yeah, there's every type of junk in it. And it's, you know, those, like I said, the cigarette companies know what they're doing. Mm. And when they, to, give d- an idea, to give you an example, when they're, when they're losing the market in America, they went down to South America and they knew that South American people couldn't afford 20 cigarettes, so they put them in packets of three or twos. Yeah. You know, so they're... they're they're as ruthless, you know. And, and do you, Jane, do you feel, do you, I often feel this idea that, like, I'm, I'm a, a slave to cigarettes. Yes, that's, you, that's the part I don't like. I don't like the fact that they're controlling me. Mm-hmm. And um, also, like, um, you know, this sounds really silly, but, like, uh, as I'm separated, I won't tell anybody I smoke if I'm on a dating site or anything. Okay, like yeah, good plan. Um can I just say, um, as well, though, there's two problems for me. I have no fear of dying, and my two friends, my two close people to me, who were anti-smoking, both died at age 54 of non-smoking-related cancer. And they were very anti-smoking people. Now, I wasn't smoking myself at the time. I know, but, I know. Um, and there's lots of, I, and by the way, you are right. There are lots of anecdotal yeah. stories of very healthy people who live very healthy lives who, you know, die at a very young age. And then I can give you equally anecdotal stories of people who lived to 97 and smoked 50 a day and drank two bottles of whiskey a day. But, but the problem is they're not common stories. You know, Jane? We, we, I mean, you're intelligent, Jane. I consider myself reasonably intelligent, but I smoke, mind you. Um, and I do accept the fact that if I keep smoking, I won't last as long. Well, those, those, are, those are the exceptions, Niall. Mm, uh, they are exceptions, probably. They're, yes. they're called the Churchill factor. You know, Winston Churchill, he smoked and he drank and he, he never did anything exercise-wise. And he lived till he was 95. What about, what about George Burns, the famous George Burns, who lived to the age of 105 and smoked Havana cigars and drank, what was it, what was he was drinking that uh, whiskey, um, 
Oh, I can't remember. He said he drank two bottles of it a day. But I, I can't. Tequila, wasn't it one of those? Anyway, he drank two well, bottles a day. I want to be him. <laughs> I want to be him, the too. The only thing is, I don't want the wrinkles he had. <laughs> he was a great actor, George Burns. I used to actually love George Burns. He was a very funny guy. He was talking in an interview once, and he said, um, my doctor advised me 40 years ago to give up cigarettes. He says, where's my doctor now? He's dead. I'm still alive. But we have to be sensible, too, Jane. And we have to... You know, as a state, we are responsible to make sure, and as a society, that we live as healthy as possible. I mean, we all know that from COVID over the last year and a half and how we've been talked to and spoken to about that. So, realistically, this is a health concern that we don't want to see people dying young. We don't want to be putting pressure on our healthcare system with people unnecessarily. So, you know, we ban drugs for that reason. So, why not ban cigarettes? Well, you know, my health is my concern not theirs and I don't agree with any of that kind of um, judgment and mm-hmm. control or any of that regarding anything to yeah. be honest with you yeah. I don't so, well, I'm probably a dying breed. A dying breed. <laughs> well, it's a fair. Just before I go into the break, Pat, that's a fair point. You know, my body, my choice. If I want to smoke yeah. my brains out, I'll smoke it. Jane is saying, and really, she doesn't and want the government to have more control over her. Well, like I said, now that. Well, sorry, hang on, Jane. Just let Pat answer that. I mean, is that, is that a fair point, Jane, or Pat? Like I said before, Niall, I've seen people, they you know, don't want to tell me what to do and this and that. John Wayne was a good example of that. When he was dying, he said, I wish to God I never went near cigarettes. Oh, you know, when you're on your deathbed and gasping for air, I tell you, the tough guy attitude, you soon lose it. Yeah, but that's your choice. I, I don't want to ever see that happen to Jane, but that's her choice. Well, yeah, but... Yeah. Uh, I hope it doesn't happen, but it, it has happened. People who said, don't tell me what to do about cigarettes. Or that. We want to come when they're on their deathbed. And I said, oh, I'm, I'm sorry I, I ever went near them. Okay, but should I say to a boxer or an MMA fighter or a guy who climbs rock faces or jumps out of planes in a parachute, you're in a really risky sport there. You know, a lot of people die doing that. You know, you could end up flattened on the ground when your parachute doesn't open. Should I ban that too because there's a risk involved? Well, that's a good point, I suppose, yeah, but uh, I suppose if you want to do it, yeah, go for it, but, you know, okay. the evidence is there. Yeah, the sorry, evidence. Jane, finally, you want to say something there? Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, well, there's one thing for sure. You'll always be gasping for breath when you're going to die anyway. Well, it's going to yeah. happen. Yeah, it's going to happen. Yeah, we can sure that. I, you know, I just don't think... You know what, actually, I would like the government to pay for my cigarettes now cause because of... <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because of the stress they're putting on you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they locked me up and they made me smoke for the last year. So, well, look, if Stephen Donnelly's listening, I'll put it out to him out there. You know, Stephen, Jane wants to pay for her cigarettes to cover her stress. <laughs> Punitive damages. <laughs> Listen, Jane, yeah. thank you very much indeed. Pat, keep texting, keep WhatsApping. Numbers 87 8 Pat obviously agrees it's a filthy, dirty habit. And look, there's, there's nobody denying that. Even smokers will admit to you. You're Jane saying she's ashamed of the fact she's a smoker, but she enjoys it. And it's not good for you. By the way, I'm certainly not going to promote cigarettes on radio. It's not good for you. There was funny ads many years ago. You remember those ads in America where uh, doctors, if they were asked which cigarette they smoke, they smoke Camel. Doctors were promoting cigarettes because we didn't know enough about them. But we know now that they're dangerous. But yet many people, intelligent people, Still smoke cigarettes.
So, do you agree with Philip Morris and the CEO and the executive and the English government and many other countries who have now suggested that we should eventually ban the sale of cigarettes? I think Australia have said by 2030 they want to be a smokeless country where people will not smoke cigarettes. It was in New Zealand, I think it was, actually. Yeah. Do you agree with it? Let me know what you think. The number is 87 Should we ban, eventually, the sale of cigarettes? I'm not talking about tomorrow. 087-188-0008. Yep, Richie says, as a counterpoint to your prohibition works argument, would be uh, that while there is indeed a myriad of activities prohibited by society, our prisons are full of people who engage, who continue to engage in these activities. Yeah, but Richie, if we didn't have the prohibition on many of these activities, illegal activities in society, I imagine there would be many more people in jail. A lot of people don't steal because it's illegal. Some people don't steal because they believe it's morally wrong, for example. A lot of people, you know, don't do certain things in society or travel out 180 miles an hour in a car because they know it's illegal. Uh, they don't want to get caught. Uh, where there are other people who just do it because they believe it's morally wrong. Um, so I do believe the prohibition does work to an extent. I think it reduces the possibility of people breaking those rules in society. Anyway, he says, don't think that, take this as me advocating for decriminalising of drugs or anything like that. Just a theoretical and intellectual debate rather than anything practice in practice. Let me go to Mary. Mary in Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, Mary? Hi, Nile. How are you? Good. Would you agree with the ban on sale of cigarettes? I would. Okay. And just, to, obviously, you have skin in the game, so to speak, and I say that not being disrespectful to you, Mary. Yeah. You've, no, su- no, no. you've survived cancer twice. I've survived lung cancer twice. Um, well done to you. Yeah. Uh, once in 2013, and I had enough last year. Now, that must have been um, a horrific experience to be diagnosed with lung cancer, because as everybody knows, lung cancer is extremely dangerous. Yes, huge. And in the sense smoking, and I have no, and I used to uh, smoke Nile, and I loved my fag in the morning. <laughs> right, okay. And uh, really enjoyed it. And uh, in 2013, then, uh, when I got uh, my diagnosis, it was like, a uh, rock had hit me. Yeah. But I just stopped. Um, and I think education would have... So it was the fright of the diagnosis that stopped you? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, you know, well, that would be, that would, yeah, well, that would and, be enough, and, I suppose. Yeah, it should be that, enough. And you think that's it? Yeah. You know, and I had, I think I had five cigarettes left in the packet. I was away with my partner. And I said, right, I'm going to smoke these, right? And that's it. Yeah. You didn't do. Um, you didn't do the whole, which I've done on numerous occasions. Throw yeah. them out the window of the car and say, "I'm never smoking again." No, no. <laughs> I, I said, "No, I'm having them inside. I'll enjoy them." That was it. Then right. I said, "This is it now," um, and I had to. I, I had no choice. I had to. Um, and you were saying there about it uh, being psychological, um, and it is. Um, cigarettes are like a crutch, and you you sort of convince yourself, "Oh, I'll be fine now." When you're stressed, you oh, I'll be fine now when I have a fag. In actual fact, the cigarettes uh, turn you the other way. Yeah, well, that's, now, what, that's what somebody told me. That they're the, one, the cigarettes are the ones creating the stress because of exactly. the, the nicotine. that you, you run low on the nicotine. Because the theory is, mo- the average person smokes 20 a day. And the yeah. reason we smoke 20 a day, according to, I think it was Alan Carr said it, is because mm-hmm. the nicotine addiction lasts about 90 minutes. Yeah. So that, and that's why the majority of people, if you were genuinely physically addicted to it, you would wake up in the middle of the night looking for cigarettes. And most people yeah. don't. Okay, yeah. we'd like one in the morning, all right, and before we go yeah, to bed. But no, you don't yeah. wake up in the middle of the night with the sweats because you don't have one. Because you're not <laughs> really addicted. You're psychologically addicted. Psychologically addicted. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You know what I mean? And a lot of people can give up for cigarettes 
But that's because they had their mind made up to do it. Yeah. Now, I mean, and, you know, I go out and there's people smoking and whatever, and it doesn't, it, it never bothers me. It doesn't bother me the smell or nothing like that. It doesn't bother me. Um, so, mm-hmm. but I think the, the kids, a lot of the kids smoke now because it's fashionable. It's cool. And they're going around with their pals. Yeah, the lads think it's macho. Yeah, 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 and they think it's fashionable. Yeah. And I think, and I, I would be ruthless now, I think that schools have a huge part to play. Absolutely. Bring in, bring in, bring in a lung. Bring in a lung. Right. And show them the inside a dirty, of the lung. A dirty black lung. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. when I had my bronze... Bring in, well, Mary, they should bring in somebody like yourself to talk to the kids and say, I've survived lung cancer twice. I could be yeah. dead today if I had yeah. a continued smoking. Yeah, but uh, Niall, that doesn't register with people. That mm. doesn't register with people. It will register with somebody that has cancer already. It will register. But it won't register with kids. It wouldn't have registered with me. And somebody's just texted in, by the way, and said, my partner has just been diagnosed with lung cancer. It's just so horrible. And... I'm so sorry to hear that. But look, look, just because you're diagnosed with lung cancer doesn't mean it's, it's the be all and end all. Well, okay, well, and you're, you're giving this person I'm, hope I'm by here. talking I'm today. Even, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm here and I've survived it twice. Yeah. I, I got past, I got lobectomies twice. And I mean, that was it. And I, the medical team I had were amazing. You know, I can't even say enough. And did you get chemotherapy, Mary? No, I didn't have that chemo. I didn't have to have radiation. I caught it in time. Okay, good. And I'd be very conscious of my health now. I would. And I wouldn't even run to the doctor every five minutes, for God's sake. But I knew it was something wrong. And, and was it and affecting like, your breathing? Were you coughing? And... Not really. No, Niall. I mean, I, I, was, I was a home health. And I was a carer. That's what I yeah. did a job. And I was changing a man. And when I bent down, then this irritating cough. You know, and, it, and and it just got me nerves. I wasn't feeling on my thing. And I went to my GP. Thank God I had him. And we just went, we had scans, and then we had MRI, and I have a specialist in Limerick, mm. and he's amazing, amazing. So, and that's how, do you know what I mean? So, so have you got the all clear now, Mary? Oh, yeah. Good, good. Well, there you go. For that person who got the diagnosis, there, there's, there's hope yeah. there. So Mary yeah. twice no. has been diagnosed and twice, and now she's got the all clear. Yeah, yeah, and I'm fine. I have no problem. Now, I do have to have my um, CT scans every six months. and I, I Just to I make sure, yes. It. Yeah, yeah. But, and that's fine. I have no problem. And how, how, old, how old are you, Mary? I'm 64. Okay, you're only a young one. Well, now you said it. <laughs> <laughs> stay, well, stay there for a second because I want to go to... Uh, I, I, I'm going to go to Anya in a second as well, but but in relation to the the banning of them, would you agree with banning them, Mary? I would. Okay. I would. With, well, okay. Well, let me let me just go to Anya as well because Anya in Ireland's classic kids. Anya, would you agree with banning cigarettes? No. 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 Why? Uh, my body, my choice. My body. So you agree that you should, be, if you want to damage yeah, your I own mean, health, you should be able to like do that. The point about it is, banned food with all the chemicals and pesticides and all that in it. And what about all these women getting breast cancer? What's causing it? They didn't smoke. I know 10 people around me in my villages that didn't smoke and had the odd drink. Mm. So you're, it's a risk in life. Stress on top, of course, on top of the list. You go out on the road driving, you don't know. You may not come back alive. So, li- that, so that's life that's is a risk. Anything. Like if somebody wants to be obese, that's their business. Mm. You know, they know if they look in the mirror. 
I know if I look in the mirror if I say I'm too fat or too... T- well, I don't say yeah, that. but we do, we do have guidelines and rules and regulations around, you know, selling food and the instructions on food no, about what calories are there. Believe, and you don't believe in organic. All my food, the majority, because it's a really good supermarket... And all the food I eat is organic. I just I think organic. Is, I just think organic is an excuse to charge more money for it. all all these things are are are, are a personal choice. Yeah, yeah. But if you look at the statistics and cigarettes, one in two people will get cancer. Now. Well, I, I don't, I don't now, 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 hang on, Mary, I don't, I don't, I want to be careful with statistics here. I don't think one in two people will get cancer. Well, that's what's been told. I think, I think I heard an ad once for one in two people will die of a smoking related illness. Now, that doesn't mean necessarily those one in two people actually smoked, by the way, it's just a smoking related illness. Yeah, but, no, but in saying, I don't think one in two people die of cancer. Because no, if that no, was the case, right. because if we look at the debt rate in Ireland, which is 90 people a day, out of that, I believe 30 people die of cancer. So I'd say it's one in three, probably a third of people die of cancer related diseases. Yeah. yeah, sorry, okay. sorry. Okay, that's okay, that's yeah. okay Mary. It's still a lot. It's a lot of people, Mary. Yeah, a huge, right. And, and we know, we know that cigarettes. I mean, my, when I first got my bronc done, and I was, I was coughing after the bronc, and it, it was like digging up a lump of tar- tarmac. It is the very same as a lump of tarmac yeah. that came up when I was coughing. It frightened the life out of me. I, but, but Anya is saying, that's fine, that's okay, and, and obviously she has empathy for your situation, but she's saying, it was your body, you decided to smoke, nobody forced you to do it, and nobody exactly. should force you to stop. But Anya, it's, it's a huge public health issue. Smoking yeah, and alcohol, exactly. by the way, Anya too. Can I well, point alcohol out? is worse because yeah, yeah, you're yeah, killing yeah. people on the road, you're bashing up your wife or husband, and you, you know, it's much worse. Yeah, well, alcohol directly and indirectly kills more people food, every year. Food, I agree with you. The food you eat as well. And mm. what about the, 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 all the fumes coming out of cars mm. as well? Yeah. And the smell. I don't like the smell of fish. I don't like the smell of perfume. I have to do with it. So and do you smoke yourself on you? Yeah. How many would you smoke a day? Not too many now. 20? It depends on what I'm doing. 15, 20? Oh, gee, no. No, 10. Less than that sometimes. Oh, okay. So you It just, depends. Okay. You know, and like, people are worried And do you enjoy them, Anya? Sorry? Do you enjoy smoking? Yeah, I love it. It's good for the nerves. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. But you do understand that it's not good for your health. Yeah, but there's an, uh, nothing is good for your health. The food you eat is not good for your health. Well, some of it is. Oh, the majority, unless you get organic. <laughs> You're a bit obsessed with the organic food. There, I am. I am because you know you want to be educated. You're an edu- You're pretty. But not, but not. I mean, you don't have to buy organic food for food to be good for your health. You There's a lot of good from, food out there. That's... You come from Dublin. You don't come from the country where we know everything. Oh, right. about food. <laughs> Can't beat a good turnip. You can't beat a good organic turnip. <laughs> so we'll stay there for a second, Anya, if you can. Anya believes you should be allowed to do whatever you want. And I'm not disagreeing with her. Uh, because, of course, we did promote that heavily going back three years ago with the abortion referendum. My body, my choice. And you should be able to do what you want. It's your own body. If you want to damage it, fire away and damage it. But don't be telling us what we can and can't do, as far as Anya's concerned. Let me go back to Mary and Anya. This is a very interesting conversation, Anya, I have to say, with your organic food. A lot of people are texting again. Will you sell, tell Anya to stop talking nonsense about her organic food? I eat very healthy, and so, I've never bought organic food in my life. They're very unintelligent people. They have no, <laughs> no common sense. No. They're stupid, so... I don't buy organic food, Anya. 
Yeah, but that's up to you. Yeah, but, I, but okay, let me tell you what I, what I had for dinner, okay? So I, I'd like to make some nice potatoes, lovely uh, Morris, Morris Pipers, right? And I'll get a turnip or a swede, as some people call them. Yeah, Isn't but that was sprayed. But they're sprayed. Sprayed with pesticides. They taste lovely. Sprayed with pesticides. Well, that's up to you if you like. Yeah, ma- I'm there now they're giving out to me, but somebody's in my ear here giving out to me about Morris Pipers. It's Morris Pipers. Maris. It, it, it goes to show Is you. Is that how you pronounce it? Maris it Pipers. It goes to show you how stupid all these people are. You okay, know. but by the way, Anya, is it a Swede or a turnip? Well, in England, they call it a Swede and we call it a turnip. All right. And they're very difficult to cook because you're right. you you fairly strong to slice the J's and things. If you get the organic one, they're delicious. And what's the difference in an and organic you know Swede? You know, some, you know how you know something is organic? How do you know? It doesn't last too long. You know, no. No, do you know? You know, no. Do you know how you know something is organic? Do you know how you know? How you're eating because you'll be charged twice the price for it. That's how you know. I don't know how uh, the price and you go to a restaurant and spend 100 euro on one meal. Ah, oh, yeah, I suppose you know. That is. Yeah, well, and, for uh, two people maybe. Furthermore, all those, it costs cholesterol, all those, when you go in and get all those lovely meals in a restaurant because they've got loads of butter and loads of everything. I so can't be a bit of butter in your potatoes. Then. You have to put butter in the potatoes. Mm. You have to put butter on the potatoes. You have to do anything. Butter and pepper. Butter on your potato. So be it. I, when I'm making the potatoes, I mash them, I put butter and I put milk into them and whisk them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, stay there. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, we're going to have the topic now. Noel. Hi. Hi, Noel. You're in Ireland's class of kids. How are you? I'm not too bad. Yourself. Good. Do you put milk and butter in your potatoes, by the way? I don't eat mashed potatoes. Do you not? Oh, you're no, I don't you. eat potatoes. Oh, you're missing out. Anyway, you no. gave, uh, uh, you're smoking over 30 years. Yeah, well, 37. To be okay. Back. 37 years, okay. And you don't you don't agree with banning them? No, I don't, no. I watched my dad three years ago dying of COPD. Oh, right. And angina. I watched him die. Yeah. He gave up the cigarette about 10 years before he died, and he was sick since they wanted to give him up. He... We knew his lungs were shot. He knew his lungs were shot, but the smoking could have kept him going. Right. You, so but, you, you genuinely believe that he would have been a happier person for the last few years of his life if he had a bit Oh, smoking. he would have been, yeah. yeah, yeah. You couldn't talk to him at times. So, I, what, so what are you trying to say to me? It was kind of too late. The smoking had done the damage at that stage anyway. Well, the smoking, if, he, if that's what did the damage, but it yeah. was the work he had been doing. We'll say he worked with asbestos. And oh, I know. I had a friend. A pi- I had a friend died of lung lagger. cancer and worked with asbestos. Yeah. 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 He was a pipe lagger. So he had all that done, you know. Yeah, well, it was probably the asbestos that did more damage than the smoking. Oh, it was the asbestos. They said that. Yeah. All yeah. the years working on asbestos. They never mentioned smoking until... But would it not be... I mean, look, smoker. you know, as well as I do, Noel, that smoking is not good for you. And Anya, an intelligent woman she claims to be because she eats her organic food, and yet she smokes a cigarette. You know they're not good for you, Anya, as well, right? So we all... we I think we are all on the same page. We all agree it's not good for you, right? Right, yeah. So... Okay, so far away, smoke your brains out till the day is die, and I'll do the yeah. same, right? But yeah. surely for the next generation of young people, we would like them not to smoke, wouldn't we? Well, I'll be honest with you, Noel, in that sense. I have a 17-year-old yeah. who detested from the education good. He got school. Good, that's good. And all his friends, there is none of them smoke. Okay, and, that's good. and, and you wouldn't like your 17-year-old to smoke, would you? No. No, of course no, you he wouldn't. He has no interest in it due to the fact Okay. Education they're so why so why not? As well as educating them, and that's a great thing. And and young people are a little bit more educated than we are around this matter. Why not turn around and say, as the English government are planning on doing, and saying, well, maybe in twenty thirty we'll say that anybody born after a certain year, you're not allowed to smoke. Well, well, maybe so. Would that be a good idea? 
Well, you can continue to smoke your brains out if you want to. Yeah, I can smoke with my hands. Can't yeah, continue. yeah. You know, they're not going to ban me from smoking. No, well, no, I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> but what they might say is that people born in the UK, they're saying, they're suggesting that, say, if they were to do it tomorrow, people born after 2005, which means you'd have to be 18 uh, if they're doing yeah. it next year, um, are not allowed to smoke. No, I wouldn't agree with that either. No, if, if look, I'll be honest, the way I look at it is if they're smoking, they're smoking. At least they're not doing anything else. Ah, but you don't yeah. Anya, would you agree with that? Yeah. But, you know, another thing is... I mean, Anya, you don't like to see young people smoking, do you? Another thing is, they're smoking cannabis instead. But anyway, another thing is, if you do all the wrong things, eat all that polluted food, Mm. and you drink, and you smoke, and you're overweight, and if you do all, you're bound to be caught. But if you do one thing, you probably might get away with it. Well, Anya, I'll be honest with you to know, I very seldom drink. I don't smoke. I am overweight. You know, and the way and I why, it and is, why, are you, it why do you think, Noel? Why are you overweight eating the wrong food? Is it? Yeah, eating the wrong food. It's not to do with organic. Or convenient, food. convenient food. Correct, Nile. Correct. Yeah. It is uh, convenient. Well, now all my life. Do you eat many takeaways. 50. Sorry, to interrupt. Fifty, you. and I've never had a vegetable in fifty years, and I want every one. See, I'm like you. Well, I'm very like you. I don't eat vegetables really at all. No. I might eat peas. That'll be it. Very seldom. They're yeah. just. Yeah, I don't eat cabbage, I don't eat lettuce, I don't eat any of that stuff. I call it rabbit food. I, yeah. I don't eat <laughs> broccoli. When I even looking at a piece of broccoli makes me ill, right? Anya, I know, is trembling as she's listening to me there because she loves it. I do like a bit of turnip every now and again. No, God, none of them. Yeah, I turnip mean, is walk, nice. But to walk into someone's house and smell bacon and cabbage, it's enough to turn oh, my stomach and for me to stop. turn out. Yeah, walk you're away. right. No, you're right, you're right. Right. Anya, like, you eat bacon. And, you eat bacon and cabbage, don't you, Anya? No. What do you eat? I don't eat much meat. But you eat lots of veg. I have my own organic eggs <laughs> because you get those. What's eggs. an organic egg, by the way? An organic eggs. I have around my house. I've all got all those lovely weeds and high grass for the bees. Right. You know, we have to have bees or we won't Oh, we need no bees. Food. Oh, there'll be no yeah, food without bees. They're going around picking up all these herbie things. And the eggs are just out of this world. You get the eggs. And But how, well, how do you have an organic egg? So do you, ha- you have chickens yourself? Yeah. Okay. And organic eggs come from chickens that have just been treated differently? The, the, the food. But how does that reflect on the uh, egg? The organic food you give them. Oh, right. Okay. Oh, okay. I've never, that I've never eaten an egg. I've never eaten an egg in my life. By the way, can I just that, point but out. It's no, I don't fact. mind an egg. I don't yeah, mind you, an egg. No, Noel, you don't eat eggs either. No. No, I do eat eggs, but no. Yeah, I just vile the vile looking yolks. I wouldn't yeah. eat those eggs you buy not for love of money. No. And they're so, all the they don't get out at all. And they're Dude, the chickens dead, and it's horrible. No, I it's no, cool. I agree with you. It is horrible. Well, it what is. What about free range eggs? Free range. Well, free range is kind of. They're let out, but they don't get the organic food. Right, so they're kind of like halfway between the organic and the factory farming. And the battery ones. Yeah, the battery hens. All right. I won't eat chicken because I have hens. I couldn't be looking at a hen and say, oh, I... And I then he's it. on the table the next day. I like, the table the next day. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, I mean, you're right, actually. I couldn't do that. I couldn't keep chickens at the back garden and then sit down for a roast on a Sunday going, oh, that's pig. Johnny that was running around the, the garden yesterday. And if I saw a lovely little pig running around, I couldn't um, eat, no, I couldn't eat bacon. No. No. I'm a bit of a vegetarian, not fully. But, uh, you're not fully invested yet. <laughs> Listen, I'm running out of time. Noelle and Anya, it was lovely talking to both of you.
Oh, yeah, God bless her. She'd entertain, she'd entertain everybody, that woman, and continue with some of the stuff that she comes out with. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hit.